BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Mostly sunny skies, a high of 49 expected for today. Tomorrow, cooler, going to be windy, high of 24. Right now, 39 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here is your traffic update with Cammie Carlisle. A couple of accidents to be aware of, including one with injuries. Southbound J of K to exit at 370. Last check, sounded like they were going to close that off-ramp. So if that's where you exit, plan accordingly. Southbound Kennedy Freeway at 370. You've also got a car deer collision in the cleanup stages. Highway 50 at the Platte River Bridge. Everything else filling in quietly. If you're in a wreck, call Intertech. Intertech is Omaha's premier collision center with eight metro locations. Try their easy snapshot estimating. Go to intertechcollision.com for details and locations. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. It's 707. Here are your news headlines. President Barack Obama's trip to Omaha was quick but sweet. Four hours, he said to have spent here, delivered a formal address in front of an estimated crowd of about 8,000 people at Baxter Arena. But also while in the area, Obama met with the family of fallen Omaha police officer Carrier Roscoe. Her husband's been working with Nebraska Congressman Brad Ashford on a law that would extend immigration-related assistance to first responders. The president also took the time to meet with an Omaha teacher. Uh, uh, her name was Lisa Martin. She is a teacher in Papillion. She teaches English. She I think out. she kind of got the most, uh, next to the president, she got about the most screen time. Yeah. Yes. She yep. was all over the place in that, uh, was it kind of a red dress? Red dress. Yeah. She looked great. She looked yeah, she looked great. So cute. She looked great. She hosted him at the house. And God, she was she, at the rally. And when she got up on stage and uh, did, a, did a little speech and brought uh, Br- uh, President Barack Obama on, she did a great job. I was like, ooh. Could That's you a imagine? Lot of pressure. Oh, my no, gosh. Are I know. you kidding me? That's tons. I couldn't handle that pressure. No. More than 8,000 people. Um, she what stepped up to the podium uh and you know i guess she says what struck uh, struck out about meeting the president was his personality she said that he was just so easygoing he was on yesterday he was very relatable relaxed and, and in a good yeah. mood it was sort of a rah-rah it was just like everything's good don't be sad we're good his speech hey, was, doing? this is uh this yeah. arena's got the new new arena smell go mad yeah. like it was all it was just positivity yes and he did his homework I mean, new arena, he go He might have read the, uh, the note card they handed <laughs> exactly. him on the way out. Yeah. Sir, please read the words Just on this card. Just say, go Mavs. The arena's new. 
And don't Bell. forget, you're an Oma. And then he, I'm sure it's one of these classic notes where he gets like, should I talk about the football team? And they're like, no, they're terrible right now. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them out. This is the one time we're saying, don't say go Huskers. It's was, a down year. Uh, what was funny is that he just said, uh, yeah, hopes for the uh, return for the uh, UNO hockey team to make it to the Frozen Four again. I'm like, wow. Play your audience, man. Holy smoke. Same thing a stand-up comedian does every week at the Funny Bone. <laughs> it's great being here. What's up with that Council Bluffs? That place sucks. Everybody's like, People I love like, this guy. Oh my guy. god, it's like he lives here. He's so relatable. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that it was a fun visit. It's uh from the pictures that I saw posted on social media, it looks like, you know, even it was such a nice day that the waiting in line wasn't that bad of a you know yeah. i mean it was like in the 40s it could have been one of our earlier in the weekdays where you're like oh god this is bone chilling yeah so just kind of nice all worked out it was a good day omaha looked good yes everybody i think was on their best behavior uh former nebraska corn husker running back is dead after being found unresponsive in his california mm. cell uh lawrence phillips he was found just after midnight yesterday rushed to the hospital pronounced dead nearly an hour and a half later Officials say that his death is being investigated as an apparent suicide. Uh, Phillips had played football here in Nebraska, won the national championship back in 1994, 1995. He played for three NFL teams. He was being held in a segregation unit on a single cell status. He was suspected of killing his cellmate. He'd gone in front of a, a judge earlier that day, and the judge had ruled that he could be tried for that uh, for that death. Um, and then he was already doing time for an incident with his girlfriend and trying to run over three teenagers. Uh, he was 40 years old. Um, so the, the story is, uh, there's a story in the paper about how Lawrence Phillips had been writing a letter to George Darlington, who is the former Nebraska defensive backs coach from back in the day. Okay. And he was writing him a letter uh, about every couple of weeks, about every other week. Hmm. And this has been reported, that he writes these letters and he's following the Husker football program. And so they said George Darlington was really surprised by it and was bummed. Um, like it was an outlet. Lawrence Phillips would write about football. And he, the last letter that Darlington got was congratulating over the win over UCLA. He was excited that we were running the ball again. Oh, oh fun. You know, I yeah. mean, I know LP was a, a flawed character who did a lot of dumb things. Yeah, he did a ton of dumb things. Still a human yeah. being. Yeah, it, 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 he's, it was such a flawed... Well, he brought great memories like, to us, too. Like I his mean, potential, when you break down the potential you got. I know he had a rough upbringing, but it was like Osborne, you could tell. It was just like, man, I'm going to try and give this guy a chance. And he did try over and over. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, they're just sometimes those people fall through the cracks, and they fall clean into the cracks. You can't even get him well, out. It's, it's a bummer, it's man. It's making choices I, too. I yeah. mean, I realize that it's his background and and it's how you know it's hard oh, to yeah. escape the what you come from. But I mean, he made some pretty bad choices in oh, life. Absolutely, I mean, he wasn't completely like, oh man. It's like you know. Uh, so it's a sad deal. I mean, obviously he didn't, I mean, they're, like I said, they're investigating it like a suicide. So obviously it was something where after going in front of the judge, he maybe just felt he didn't have options. Um, but they're investigating and we'll get more details as they come. And, uh, Powerball jackpot. While we do not claim one of the big winning tickets, three states do California, Florida, and Tennessee. If you're wondering uh, what the one-time lump sum payout on the $1.5 billion uh, jackpot is, it's $930 million. Now, that'll be divvied up between at least three people, the three winning tickets. 
The numbers 4, 8, 19, 27, 34 with a Powerball of 10. Now keep in mind, if you didn't beat the 1 in 292 million um, <laughs> odds of winning, there are still other little winners. You matched five numbers, but you didn't get the Powerball. That's a million bucks. If you match just the Powerball, that's $4. Well, the only winners, uh, looks like in Nebraska, we had five uh, $50,000 winners. So cool. Got a few won. Give us a call. I mean, that's just good news, even if it's any money. So 50000 was if you matched four numbers in the Powerball. Um, that's fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Not bad. One I mean, number away. From so, so the so what started November fourth mm-hmm. with an opening jackpot of forty million ballooned up to one point five billion as the final jackpot. I think all the lottery people collectively take home. I think a cool billion dollars a in million profit. Do- okay. Um, what do you think is uh, how much money do you think we spent as Americans and last year alone on lottery? Oh, geez, oh, you know on tickets. A billion on tickets. Oh, you say you're just saying one billion, Molly. One billion, maybe I, more. I'll bet it's more. I bet it's, it's at least seventy 20. billion dollars. Seventy. Last, wow. Last year, off. Americans spent seventy billion dollars on lottery tickets, which blows out of the water the amount of money we spend on anything else, more than music, movies, books, video games, and sports. Nothing even gets close to it. Seventy billion on lottery tickets last year. The next closest from seventy billion is 17 billion that we spent on sports tickets 14 on books molly would be happy i know that's so a it good goes thing lottery sports tickets books some of us do like to read um <laughs> yeah. 13 13 billion in video games 10.7 billion in movie tickets and 6.8 billion in music put that in context of this health ba- health experts they're asking for $4.5 billion to help com- combat pandemics around the world. Like, basically, it's like a world health Wide initiative. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that we spent $70 billion on lottery tickets as Americans last year. And yet, here they are. They're like, just $4.5 billion, And we could... We could not have a crazy outbreak that would kill. You're saying we can fix the world? Yes. If we didn't play the lottery? <laughs> no, so not that, spent... but I'm just saying, like, it's crazy when you hear the numbers of what we do have money to spend, but if somebody were to hit you up for a dollar, yeah. to like a dollar a person would help make a difference between this being a healthier world. Everyone's like, I don't have it. <laughs> we spent $2.5 on this last lottery. Wow. So there's at least a billion dollars. So what if like how we're all like, hey, y'all, let's all go win the lottery. What if we're like, hey, y'all, let's all solve the world's problems mm-hmm. in one month. Like or that would just be what? <clears throat> disease or pandemic? It's pandemics. So they say pandemics cost more than $60 billion each year. So whether that's a cholera outbreak or you have like the Ebola outbreak, you know, things like that. Those are the kind of things they're saying that um, 60 million or 60 billion, 60 billion dollars is the annual cost of what pandemics annual. Uh, so we're yeah. going to have to se- we're going to have to sell a hell of a lot more. Save what, the world but, tickets. Yeah. No, but the point is, is that that's how much they cost when they happen. They're saying for four and a half billion dollars, we could help prevent a lot of those. Is that, are you throwing, is that what you're throwing your money? Is that, are you trying to pitch something here? I know. I think no. you should get, your, kids, you should get your adorable yeah. children to go door to door. Let's get this thing started. <laughs> and have a little jar. A little says, jar that says we just need how much? <laughs> um, it's $4.5 billion, But yeah. I mean, that's like a dollar a person. I mean, like when you break it down, like for the whole world. I'll give you a dollar. Where's that you, Sarah McLaughlin commercial? Right? In the eyes of a stranger. You have to watch those like a one-eyed dog. 
in a, <laughs> like, a dirty cat. It's like, let's... What about people, yo? I'll crack my wallet to try and fix... But isn't that kind of nutty when you hear about it? Like, when you hear numbers like that, especially on the heels of what, you know, here it is, all, everybody has kind of come together, and, I mean, people were flooding in from other countries, and they're saying, geez, for $4.5 billion, you could... We could help fight pandemics. So what we would do is it's called the Heal the World Fund. Okay. We would still draw winners. So it would still be a lottery. There'd be Mm -hmm. winners. They get a winning ticket. But the funds go toward healing the world. There you go. (laughs) When's the last time that we had a Band-Aid or a USA for Africa? Oh, gosh. It's been a while. It's been a few years. One Direction, try and fix it this year. Well, no, they... they, Well, what they did was they... um, they were part of the new Live Aid, don't you remember? Right. They got to be a part of it. Just saying. I mean, come on, people. For just a dollar. Just a dollar? You could make sure that nobody has freaking Ebola. Right. I mean, that a, seems pretty like... dollar. It seems like a pretty sure bet. <laughs> uh, Obama, Obama congratulated us on our, our Ebola work yesterday. Yes, he did. He knew his stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, they say preparing for pandemics could cause le- cost less than a dollar for each person. It would make the world a far more resilient place. Less what? than a dollar, seventy-two cents each. Can I get like a button or something for that dollar? You know what? Dude, how much does a button cost? We probably basically though need pandemics, don't it's we? It's thinning the herd. There's too many people, right? It's well, created for don't a tell that. To, uh, don't tell that to Vice President Biden, who's just been put in charge of curing cancer. Uh, his is. effort to cure cancer is getting a big financial boost. You know, he lost his son last year, Bo Biden, to cancer, and it's become a new effort that he's interested in. The National Cancer Institute received more than $5.2 billion in federal funding for 2016. The American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network says that's the largest increase in funding since 2003. Biden was called on by President Obama during the State of the Union address to lead a new national effort to battle cancer. Didn't you see that? Where he's like, I think if we put Joe Biden in charge, and then he turns back to him and Biden's like, I can't. This this bonehead over my shoulder. The plant is probably on his phone right now, isn't he? Is he awake? He's awake. I love Biden. What? Biden's the best. So, yeah, so there's this new initiative to cure cancer. I mean, you want to talk about uh, planet overcrowding. Take cancer out of the equation, and we won't even have to worry about pandemic. Do you guys think that's embarrassing that we spend 70, over $70 billion Uh, on the lottery? On a dream? Um, on an American, I mean, just the the dream. That's only 43 states where the lottery is legal. Yeah. I yep. think the problem is is when you look at the numbers like that and you think of the poverty rate in this country, you think of people that have like food insecurities, like that they don't know when their next meal is coming a from. I'm talking money. about kids that don't have computers in the classroom. I was just watching a report on CBS News last night. There's a uh, school in Detroit, and they need a new roof, and they're like, sorry. Like there are parts of the school where the kids can't go. There's no gym. It's covered in mold. It's like from the leaky roof, and the kids have to wear coats yeah, but inside you know, the classroom. But you know what I'll do if I win a million dollars? Nothing. <laughs> You're gonna put a roof on. Go to Cabo. No, no, not at all. Go go to Cabo. Seventy I mean, billion dollars. Is that's that what when it you, is? My lord. I mean, Seventy billion is what we it. spent on lottery tickets. Wow. In this past year. I mean, that's when you kind of have that moment where you're like, we're not good people. <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean? I, I feel like America, yes. America needs a wife. Right? <laughs> right! I think so. <laughs> H- honey, I sent you out to get sh- to- to toilet paper. 
What did you What did you buy? You came back with Snickers and a handful of lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, well, we have paper towels. Just wipe with that. <laughs> so that we, is uh, America, Americans spend more, more money uh, on lottery tickets than we do music, movies, books, video games, and sports combined games. by a ton. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's amazing. That is your uh, wow. news update on almost number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Hey, starting Sunday, by the way, you need to be watching Action 3 News at uh, at 10 o'clock at night because uh, teamed up with those guys. We're sending uh, one of you people out there to the Grammys. So you're, listen- you're watching for the song. I'll tell you what the song we're going to play the following day. And then on uh, Monday t- morning, Tuesday, just during the week, listen for that song all day long. And then, uh, yeah, you'll get into running to uh, to get into this on this trip. It's Exit Home on number 71. And that song changes every day, by the way. But it starts Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Action 3 News. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Hey, Channel Surfers, make your way to your Channel Surfer page this week for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Midlands International Auto Show at the CenturyLink Center January 28th through the 31st. Listen with me during 90s till now for your chance to win a family four-pack of passes to the Omaha... You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Good morning. You seven thirty one. Got forty nine for your high today. You got twenty four for your high tomorrow. Right now we're riding at forty degrees. All right, the press came and left yesterday. Uh, watching that motorcade was pretty fantastic. It's neat, right? Yeah. I Did mean, they have the SUVs out. They, they had only the two. The two. Uh, the thing where it's a tank. Yeah. Yep. Looks like it's like a tank Escalade. That thing weighs. And a when ton. they when they left town right at five o'clock uh, traffic, they closed eastbound the interstate. Yeah. Eastbound to the to the uh, airport. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty slick on it. Everybody was completely backed up westbound, and everybody got this, the front row ticket of the yeah. motorcade zipping by. Those yeah. guys looked like they were flying. They were. I'm, well, I guess when everybody's kind of sitting there. Uh, and it was only two cars, right? Yeah. And I even thought, as I saw it on television zip by, I thought, would the safest plan then to now have him in, like, just a van? Yeah. Like, well, a mile behind the motorcade. See, you would Wouldn't think... that be the big cloak and dagger maneuver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't even put him in the big moving light show. Yeah, because you don't see him getting in the car, I don't believe, uh, from uh, from Baxter. Um, so, yeah. Probably in the back, yeah. I mean, they, they put him in, they have, it, I mean, it depends on the motorcade, I think. I mean, they travel with all those vehicles. They're unbelievable. They weigh a ton because they're all armored. Yeah, I so I think they get like yeah. two gallon, two miles well, per gallon. Like I'm not kidding. I, I wanna, not. That's the clip I want to see. I want to see the footage of the plane. Oh, that lands. It's neat. I saw with, it with those with all the vehicles in it. Oh, that's that good, one. Okay. Yeah, got, I'm sure they got to fly all that gear in. And everyone was wondering if, um, since they landed down at off at Air Force Base, if everyone, especially uh, Ashford, were all pointing out like. This runway sucks. Uh huh. They probably were. Like, you know, That's a huge conversation hit, that you have. Hitting potholes and stuff, and you're like, yeah. Can we get a? Can you scratch a check for this? It's funny. Um, watch. I mean, it was just fun to watch him. Um, watch him in the area. Uh, and it's funny when you you see him come off the plane and you see him mm-hmm. um, going onto the plane. I think he's the only president I've ever seen 
uh, that that runs up and down the stairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just, just jogs on. He's up. busy. He's yeah. got stuff to go. Yeah, I guess the way yeah. they do it is uh, the presidential state car is currently a Cadillac-based limousine, but the other heavy equipment is transported by C-17 Globemaster Three. Yeah. It'd be oh, a wow. big. It'd be it's a, a big, big military transport. Because I mean, I watched something once, and it was so fascinating. I watched something once on about the cars. Yeah. You know the the armored cars. And they were talking about, I mean, they didn't show the details on how they're structured. Obviously, that's got to be like some sort of like top secret information. But they were talking about just how heavy they are. And like, because part of it is, is some of the places that they go, you know, you'll see uh, signs where it's like max amount for this bridge is whatever. And so they have to think about routes to get president's places based on the fact that these vehicles weigh so so much. much. I mean, to look at them, you're like, oh, I'm just looking at a Suburban or I'm looking at an Escalade. But then with all of the enhancements that they have for security purposes, it makes them like a like Jeff said, like a tank. And so don't take his vehicle over the bridges of Madison County. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) They're going to wind up like you're going to want to take. So it was really interesting when they were talking about how Secret Service has to take things like that into account when they're planning the presidential routes, like not mm-hmm. only security, but like just weight issues, like what infrastructure can handle the weight of all of these vehicles going. I was like, that's bananas to think. Yeah. But it's cool to watch. I mean, you see it and they, you know, it's lights and sirens and they're speeding down the expressway and yeah, it's that pretty pl- cool. The plane they flew in uh, with uh, Air Force One was enormous. Enormous. Yeah. It's decked out. Well, because and it's then they flew to be... out. On, they flew out on a different one, I believe, a smaller one. Oh, they did. Yeah, all due to like landing. I mean, being able to land places and right. stuff like that. They kind of adjust. Maybe Baton Rouge didn't have the kind of yeah. He didn't. He left. Yeah. That we he have. left Omaha not on the plane he arrived in. That's what yeah. I had wondered too. I'm like, did they pop the tires on our crappy runway? Well, Baton Rouge might not have the the um, runway that can handle the big one. The big one. You know, I mean, that's... We're saying Baton Rouge can't handle the big one? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. what you're saying? I've never been to Baton Rouge. You don't oh, know you're the, what Molly's the big one. <laughs> Molly's <laughs> the big one. <laughs> he just said it. But, um, in, you know, the president... I live in Chicago, and the president is from here, and so uh, whenever he comes home or comes... Home, they, you know, will shut down the streets. And, I mean, obviously, when you live with it, it's, you know, when it's not just a one-off, it's a little less charming, but they have started doing where they do the Black Hawk helicopter or the the big helicopter. What are the big hel yeah. Um Blackhawks. Blackhawks because they don't want to hold up traffic to get from O'Hare into the city. Oh yeah, I would say. I mean I mean people were, you know, absolutely apoplectic. I mean it's rush hour traffic, you have millions of people trying to get home and all of a sudden they because they have to shut everything down. They have to close off all the exits and everything. Oh yeah. And so now they have you'll look up in the sky and they'll have like three Blackhawks. You don't know which one he's on. So they kind of change it up all the time to not know. Well, that's what I thought when you see the two black Escalades. It's like, why not have three? Just to keep it guessing? Let's not do a coin flip. Right. Do three. That's why I want to put him in the secret clown car that's a mile behind. (laughs) He's like, this thing reminds a crappy Scirocco from the 80s. They're like, no one will think you're in this, Exactly. (laughs) Guy with a bad mustache who's Secret Service in disguise who's like, oh, come on, all upset with the traffic. This is a joke. I'm stuck here behind this dumb uh, leader thing. The parade, I guess. This is terrible. I didn't vote for that guy. 
Mr. President will be there in a moment, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I, this is just part of my undercover. I voted for you. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. well, you don't got to cool, sell though. it so much, do you? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that guy's a jerk. Awfully convincing. Hey, Cammy, uh, did, was it a match yesterday for you or what? Holy moly. I, earned my, I earned my money yesterday. Uh, yeah. I bet. I mean, it was kind of like, where is he? Because everybody was like, okay, we need the route. And I'm like, I don't know where he is. You tell me where he is. I know, because they it keep it crazy. so top secret yeah it was really crazy and you know like you guys said it was pretty slick i mean they they had it i mean once he went through 80 eastbound they opened it right behind him and traffic went to go on but it was kind of a hot mess for a while Cammy, oh, we need good. to get you a drone for 2016. Your own traffic drone? Oh, traffic drone. I would drone. love it. I think that would be the best. Because yesterday I was lamenting, like, I need a helicopter. I'm like, they wouldn't let us up anyways. No, they probably wouldn't let no. you. I mean, that's the no. one thing. Oh, oh, God, it's so funny, the air traffic when when the president's in town. It's just nuts. Oh, yeah. And last night it was, but, you know, I think, we, like you said, it was pretty slick. We did pretty good here in Omaha. In and out. That's nice right. Nice work, everybody. That's Way right. to keep Omaha. it clean. Loving it. All right, how are the roads now? Not good. The deer are out and about. We've got the third car deer injury collision coming in, eastbound 370 at 25th. As a matter of fact, we're getting reports of multiple wrecks there, 370 at 25th. I'm starting to wonder if it's getting a little slick out there, so watch for that. You've got an injury collision southbound JFK at 370 and fender benders, eastbound Harney at 40th, eastbound center 105th, another south of Harrison at 168th, and Audrey. Don't miss the Max A. Walker Ultra Chic Boutique, January 30th from 9 to 3 at the Ramada Plaza, 72nd and Grover, over 2,000 formal dresses available for just $30 each. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's a traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, thanks, Cammie. All right, 49 is going to be your high. It's about 40 degrees right now. All right, we got celebrity news coming up next. Yes, uh, the loss of another iconic person, Alan Rickman, the actor, has passed away. We'll give you the details on that. He played who? Hans Gruber? Uh, Hans Gruber, and then also um, Professor Snipe in all of the Harry Potter movies. Oh, from Slytherin. Yeah, major bad guy. So that's oh, just sad. Anyway, and Oscar, Oscar nominations rolling in here soon. We'll give it to you as we get them coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Nebraska Furniture Mart is fully stacked with mattresses for the holiday and... You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Hi, good morning. 748. Oh, wow. The temperature today is telling us 49. Take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. And I mean, it's breathe. almost... Obviously, you don't want to bundle your kids up so they don't get sick. Right. This is where all your yeah. kids get colds, though. It's the up and down, up and it's down. It's the up, down, up, down, yeah. because it's going to be, what, close to near... It's going to be about 50 almost degrees. 50. About 50, and it will drop all the way down to a high of 8 by um, Sunday. Yep, by Sunday. So, yeah... Yesterday felt fantastic too, and that was like I think I think we had mid forties yesterday. Anything that's not um, in the single digits mm-hmm. feels pretty amazing this I time know. of year. All right, uh, celebrity news, Molly. What's so up? So the Academy Award nominations have been unveiled, uh, and they uh, they just made all of the the big announcements. It looks like for Best Picture, you're going to see uh, the Big Short, Revenant. Uh, you're going to have um, Brooklyn as well as uh, they're slowly coming in. I mean, they're in, but it's like the, the list is the Martian obviously is another one that's going to be, you know, you're going to see. Which one is Brooklyn? 
Brooklyn's the one where it's got that Sorsha Ronan everybody's been talking about. Oh, we um, got to interview her yeah. uh, years ago. She's lovely. Remember yeah, she she goes, we said, how are you? She goes, I'm good, yeah. And you? She goes, I'm good. She's all grosy Epsy now. She's uh, adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Academy Award nominations, they're out this morning. It's a big you know morning when everybody gets to wake up and find out, did they get nominated? Um, and uh, Best Actor, we're going to see Matt Damon, uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, there's been uh, there there was talk about whether or not Star Wars would get a nod. The only one that I'm seeing is for original score, which is John Williams, and he's the one that did it. Star um, Wars, yeah, Star Wars, but he's the one you know who did it. Uh, Mad Max, but that's the only Star Wars nomination we've seen come in so far. Yes, Star Wars won so far. Best Picture goes to The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road. The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Room is that one that we were talking about yesterday where that Brie Larson picked up a Golden Globe. It's like a mother oh, yeah. and a son that get kidnapped. Um, she has to pretend like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just... The feel-good movie of the year. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, this sounds really terrible. Uh, and for Best Actress, that Saoirse Ronan has been nominated that really? we interviewed. Yeah. Kate Blanchett for Carol, that Brie Larson for Room, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, uh, Charlotte uh, Rampning, and then Saoirse Ronan for Brooklyn. So they're slowly coming in. Um, this is why everybody needs to get out and see a movie. you got to catch up. I know. Uh, it's best- like people have a lot of homework to do this year because there really are a lot of good movies. The Big Short is what my next one will be. And I just saw that. That's I'm good. So You'll excited. dig that. I'm so excited about that movie and all the love it's getting. Um, best Actor nominees, Brian Cranston, Trumbo, uh, Matt uh, Damon for The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl, which is kind of interesting because he won last year for uh, The Theory of Everything. Um, so this could be back-to-back years for him if they decide to give it to Eddie for The Danish Girl I don't think I'm going to well. see The Danish Girl unless you strap me in. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a great movie. Right. It's just those are those movies that you just... I, yeah. It'll be on cable, and I'll wind up watching it and being like, that's a really good movie. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I'm not that... I mean, of, like, especially the Best Picture nominees, I really want to see the room... I really want to see Room after all this talk about what a compelling story it is and how much love she's been getting. I've got The Martian coming on DVD. I can't wait. Mad Max Fury Road's on HBO right now. We all saw that, which is great. And The Revenant is the the other one that oh. you were talking about that you said is just spectacular. My, you can't sit around and wait for a DVD of The Revenant. No, you, you and gotta, I won't. Yeah. I won't. That might be that might be our date date night. <laughs> yeah. Would you say it's a bad date night movie? No. Or, okay, good. Well, it, it just kind of goes, it drags a tiny bit, but it doesn't. It's it's worth it. It's a long, it's going to be a long movie. Um, And sad news coming in this morning. Um, 69-year-old actor Alan Rickman has died. People may know him famously for his role as Hans Gruber Find him. in Die Hard. Blockbuster. He was the bad German, or what is he? Is he yeah, like? Yeah, he's German. Hans he's Gruber, East East European villain. Mm. Hans Gruber is about as German of a name as you can get. How um, old was he? 69. Again, 69? cancer. So this is two that we've lost. So David Bowie. Sunday, passed away at the age of 69, cancer, and now comes word that Alan Rickman, 69 years old, cancer, British actor. People best know him probably here in the U.S. besides his role as Hans Gruber in Die Hard as Professor Snape in Harry Potter. He was so good. Yeah, he was. He He was so great. He sort of played the same character. I know, but I had such a crush on him. He was like Hans Gruber. (laughs) Always. Always. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right. Hello. Who's this? What's up? 
This is Brenda. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Um, I went to see Rivenet last night, and I am a Leo fan, and I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, okay, okay, good. I thought you were going to say awful. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome. I mean, eat before you go. Don't eat while you're yeah, I <laughs> kind of would recommend that, too, actually. Oh, wow. Yes, I probably won't eat red meat for a while. But oh, dear. But it was really good. It was so good. I thought it was great. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I saw it, too. These guys haven't seen it yet. But, yeah, I thought it was fantastic, too. So, that yeah, okay. Well, thanks for calling, dear. Okay. All right. Have, have a good one. Thanks, darling. All right. Revit, why, now, why, why do you want to eat red it, meat? Well. So you have to, like, put maggots around or something? Well, he's, well, not maggots, but he gets tore up, you know, and then, then he's uh, having to eat weird stuff, oh, okay. you know, just stuff like uh, that. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, I mean, you don't have to, I mean, it depends on how weak your stomach is, I guess. All right, we got some news coming up, Molly. So, uh, to uh, making a murderer has been all the rage. There might be some new evidence. Uh, Stephen Avery, his ex, was on television last night and had some interesting things to say about him. We'll say about that coming up next. Nebraska Diamond is the only area store that really is in the engagement and wedding ring business. Nebraska Diamond is the engagement and wedding ring superstore. We have every style imaginable, from fabulous to incredible, including thousands of styles the other stores don't have and can't get. So come to Nebraska Diamond and be dazzled. We'll show you why Nebraska Diamond is absolutely the place for engagement and wedding rings. We're the best in the business. The proof is in the performance. At Nebraska Diamond, our performance record speaks for itself. Nebraska Diamond will sell more engagement and wedding rings than all the other area stores combined. Any store can claim to have the biggest and best selection, but the proof is in the performance. Nebraska Diamond will sell more engagement and wedding rings than all the other area stores combined. Any store can claim to have the lowest prices, but the proof is in the performance. Nebraska Diamond will sell more engagement and wedding rings than all the other area stores combined. Nebraska Diamond is open every day, including Sunday. Nebraska Diamond, the engagement and wedding ring superstore. 8-4 Wells Fargo Center, 13th and O in the heart of downtown Lincoln. It's worth the trip. Flagship Commons is open at the West Roads, and we want to continue to get the word out on this uncommon food hall. Uh, all this movie talk, if you want to go check out the AMC West Roads, it's a great place to see all these movies. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.